Well, hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. Today is Tuesday, January 19th, 2021, and uh, we are excited to bring to you another episode of the Extra Point Podcast, an opportunity in about, oh, eight, nine minutes to bring some extra insight, uh, some bonus material into the text and the topic that we discussed on the previous Sunday. We did last Sunday take some time and um, join in with the national emphasis on life. It's known as the Sanctity of Life Sunday. We joined in with that and spent the entire service in multiple ways, just emphasizing uh, God's authority over all of life and the gift that all of life is to each of us. And so we took some time to do that. And uh, of course, this comes at a very interesting time, even within our own culture, specifically in regards to, specifically, the culture has and is currently uh, in uh, a battle for the lives of the unborn. We talked about this Sunday. It's been this way on a national front since 1973, when abortion was legal, um, Specifically, our culture has been and is currently just at war with each other, to be frank with you, over the issue of life. It has been since 1973, at least from a legal perspective. That's when abortion was made legal and um, thus murder of unborn children was legalized. And we have been in an all-out battle since that day uh, to try to stop the horrific tragedy occurring in our nation, but there have been other things more recently leaning into us in regards to life as well. Uh, Racial issues, uh, justice issues, um, and that means on on several fronts. You look at our recent election and just the way we treat each other uh, from all sides and all angles. You can look at um, even this past summer, uh, even in the pandemic, the way that has bred such a uh, not only a diversity of opinion, but even a, a wide range of stances that people now are are using as um, you know opportunities and platforms for very rigid approaches to relationships. I say all that to simply say this: from from many angles, it is just an odd time in our culture, um, and there are a number of things pressing in on the church from those that are clearly morally wrong to those that perhaps. There is uh, a variance of opinions, and yet they're being used to bring pressure upon the church. So here's what I'm saying. This is an odd time. Uh, it's, a, it's a pressure cooker of a moment. And we're not the first to be in times like this. I'm not saying that. But it is a time like that for us. And so we have to ask ourselves, how is the church to respond? How, what, what is our fundamental posture in these kinds of moments? And today on this podcast... Let me just take a few minutes and bring to you a very important verse that I think helps us understand the, the underlying fundamental primary posture that we are to have in times like this. Yes, when there are clear right and wrong moral uh, black and white issues at stake and when there are other issues on the horizon or on the landscape or in our view that may have a, a variance of views. How? What is the fundamental posture of the follower of Jesus in all of these kinds of moments? 
I want to submit to you today that Philippians chapter 4, beginning in verse 4, gives us a beautiful posture for God's people in all kinds of times. Here's what the Apostle Paul would write to those believers, and here's what he would say to us centuries later as well. The Bible says this in Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And then verse 5 says this, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. So Paul is calling for a, an attitude of, of joyfulness and rejoicing. Um, and I think by implication, as we read the context of this book, and we know the historical times of the New Testament, there was great difficulty on a wide range of issues, some that were clearly black and white, right and wrong, and then others that had a variance of opinions. Paul is saying here to these believers, rejoice in the Lord at all times. And then he says to them next, to let your reasonableness, and the word there in some translations is moderation, or another good translation would say your disposition. You maybe could call it, you could say it's your, your lifestyle posture. Um, how are you facing whatever the issue is? And, and Paul says this, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to let your moderation, let your disposition, let your lifestyle posture be known to everyone. And here's what the posture is. The Lord is at hand. And so I say that the fundamental posture, the primary disposition, the the uh, underlying attitude that every follower of Jesus, every genuine believer must display at all times about every issue is this, that God is on the scene. The Lord is at hand. Um, Christ is present. And admittedly, at times we wonder how that can be true and how that is made visible and how is that seen. Because sometimes the times look crazy, don't they? They seem uh, impossible. They seem wicked, violent, um, and we have to endure very uh, traumatic and trying moments. But Paul here is saying that in those very times, among a range of issues, here's the fundamental disposition of the followers of Christ. Here's the primary attitude of God's people. The Lord is at hand, and it is an admittance it is a, uh, it's a reliance, it's an, an assumption that in the, in the middle of every bit of my life, God is present. And this is what we are to display, both in attitude and action. So I want to call you, listener, I want to challenge you, listener, whether you're part of First Family Church or not, those listening today to the Extra Point Podcast, I want to call you and challenge you to let this be your fundamental disposition that it matters less who won the election. It matters less what you think about a vaccination. It matters less um, what you think about the coronavirus. What matters most is that in every one of these situations, in all of the issues we face, the Lord is at hand. So we don't look to a medical um, cure, or we can say even a medical, uh, um, can I use the word delivery? Uh, we don't look at medical deliverance. We don't look at political de uh, deliverance. We don't look to uh, a single person on the earth as, you know, our little M Messiah um, 
we, we, we don't look to man-made or human-derived factors as the answer to, to any issue, regardless of where on the spectrum they fall. What the Bible here calls us to is this, is this clear posture that the Lord is at hand, that our ultimate and deepest trust is in the God of the universe. And this does not excuse us from action, not at all. It does not mean that we don't work or that we don't um, engage in biblical activity. But at the end of the day, none of those are to be our ultimate disposition. We're not to showcase a reliance upon a political figure, a reliance upon uh, a medical strategy, a reliance upon a human individual, um, uh, a church leader, uh, a civic opportunity. You can name your earthly solution. None of those should hold our greatest trust. Only God uh, deserves that. And this verse calls us clearly to this kind of posture and disposition that, that, that we should display that in the middle of whatever's going on, we will uh, manifest this attitude. The Lord is at hand. God is with us. And this is exactly what he promised in the Great Commission, that he would be with us to the end of the age. And so as we are on mission for him, he is present with us. This is what he promised in Hebrews when he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so in the midst of all of our conflict, in the midst of every bit of our um, human discontent, in the midst of our ups and downs, our highs and lows, bank on this. The sovereign creator of the universe, the one who sent his son, Christ, to be the rescuer of our life and of our soul, the one who loves you, the one um, who is eternal from beginning uh, to end. He's He's the Alpha, the Omega. He's our rock and refuge. This is the one who is at hand, who is present, who is with us. And he's the one who ultimately will bring an end to all injustice when he consummates his kingdom. And that's why we wait on the Lord. And we pray while we wait, Lord, come quickly. And so today, as you face various situations, as you face an inauguration that's upcoming here just in a few days, as you look forward uh, into what the next few years may unfold, regardless of where you lie politically, as you look back at what's happened in the past months or even the past decades, as you look at the, the opportunities in front of you to help address wrong, to help um, improve situations, to help further the right uh, and, the, and, and righteousness, as you look at all of this, may your ultimate message, may your primary disposition, and may your deepest trust and loudest proclamation be that the Lord is at 